And now, Thriller Thursdays on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of The Hawk Chronicles. Commander, I want Salam either retrieved from Baltimore or exterminated. Kate? Yes. Hi. I'm Janet O'Neill. What on earth is that little box? It's an electronic jammer. Mr. Pierman told me to expect you, Agent Hawk. So what do we have? Well, you're going to tell me. Captain McCall said you're for detective. So let's see what you got. Circular burn pattern on the wall. That's it? Do we have any idea who or what our tenant is? That'll be your first task, Mac. Look here, on the carpet. What does that look like to you? Burn barbecue sauce. But, could be blood. You're... Yes, I am. Welcome to Homeland's Immigration Division and the IDF. Until we can secure an IDF director to replace Wagner, I'm your cover specialist. You got me thinking about those honking spy. I think we found another deep cover spy. And now, episode 55, Guns for Hire. Hey, Lynn, uh, what do you have? Follow me to my office. Now, you're certain you found the accomplice? He arrived the same day as Lieutenant Salam. His ID has the same forgery marks that Salam had. He also claims to be from Fillion. Are you positive about this, Lynn? 100%. Have you talked to the provost marshal yet? I wanted to show you what I found first. Here, look at the side-by-side comparison of Salam's card with mine. Well, you're a lot better looking than he is. <laughs> Don't look at the pictures. Look at the lines on the card's border. All right. Well, they look pretty detailed. Kind of like our currency on Earth. Take a close look at the scroll work in the upper right-hand corner. Do you see how it is on mine? It's a solid line. Now look at his. Uh, there's a break in the line and in two places. It's a fault on the forgery plate. Now look at this one. How about that? The same error. So this card was forged by the same person who forged Salam's ID. I think this is your man. And I think you'd make a pretty good detective, Miss Lynn. Why, thank you, Mr. Barnes. Should I call the provost marshal? Look, uh, do me a favor and hold off on that. All this proves is that our man here had a forged ID. Yeah, there could be a lot of reasons he's uh, under an assumed name. I want to pay him a visit first. Are you sure? He could be dangerous. <laughs> One thing I learned about being a cop, you never go into a situation like this without backup. I'll coordinate with the provost marshal's office. I'll see if I can get him to slip up. Ah, so you're going to wear a wire. That wouldn't be the first time. (laughs) I'll let them know you have uh, the smoking gun and they can gather these as evidence. That way I won't have to get involved in that chain of custody thing. Thanks, Lynn. You've been a tremendous help. Thank you, Mr. Barnes. I'm just glad I could help. 
that was a good catch on that suspected blood stain you found, Mac. So, it was blood. I wasn't sure since it was so off color. It looked like a burnt brownie. It might as well be. The DNA is not really recoverable after 800 degrees Celsius. So, somebody got burned. How do you think it ties in with the burn mark on the wall? I have no idea. It doesn't make any sense. That blood might as well have dripped off a burnt steak. Our big question is whether or not it has anything to do with that scorch mark on the wall. What do you have on the tenant? I don't know much more than what we learned at the scene from the landlord. Lin Xiong paid his rent in advance every month. He was a quiet tenant and didn't seem to have a lot of visitors. He said that Xiong told him he was a computer specialist and worked from home a lot. But we didn't find any computers at the scene. Have we found out where he works yet? Since this is only a minor fire investigation, no. But I'm beginning to think that there's more to this. I got a call from the super, and no one has picked up mail. Around here, that's an open invitation for a B&E. Seems like he would have made arrangements if he planned to leave. Maybe his departure wasn't planned. Maybe it just might have a little bit more than a fire investigation. So, maybe I'll find out more on this guy. I'll check to see if he's got a driver's license, any kind of record, and we'll run his financials, too. That's a good start point. Even if this is a wild goose chase, it's still good training. Hey. Oh, what up, rookie? I see you're having a chat with Detective Hernandez. What's the latest on your X-Files case? I'm going to go get some uh, more information on my man. He's still uh, unaccounted for, so I'm going to start digging and see what I can find. Hmm. What? Oh, nothing. If you've got something on your mind, spit it out, rookie. You remember that crazy electronic store arson case Barnes and Kate had? Yeah, the old German guy? Why? There was a similar burn pattern there. I saw it. The fire marshal could only say that it was caused by a non-chemical reaction, so no accelerant. But that was on the floor. This one is on the wall. What's so similar about that? The clean edges on the burn pattern. Uh, it's probably nothing. I was just thinking out loud. What do you say we grab uh, us a chili dog? Okay, that's about the only thing you've said so far that's made sense. Hey, Daddy. Hey, how's it going there? Uh, feels a little strange, starting all over. Just getting my cubicle set up. What's up? I just wanted to let you know that I've decided to go with the Turkish prison scenario. Are you sure about that? I keep imagining that when you get over there, you really will be arrested and put into a Turkish prison. Well, <laughs> with Wagner out of the picture, I'm not too worried about that. So, how long before you get discovered? I'll be in country on Friday. We'll use the weekend to leak rumors about my confinement and the government cover-up of my real mission. The current administration will disavow any knowledge of my situation, as will the Turkish government. I still don't see how you can prove that you were there for five years. Besides, won't you have to actually be in prison to get released? Not at all. That's all part of the public mystique about being a spook or working for the company. We'll leak that I am out after a secret prisoner swap. Both governments will deny it, and conspiracy theorists will say they knew about it the whole time. No one will know what to believe. So, when do we tell Kelly? We'll let the events take their natural course. One of you will hear about it first on the news, and then contact the other. So, if Kelly calls you... I know. 
act totally surprised. I'm getting to be a pretty good actress. Seems like that's all I've been doing in this job so far. What about you? What about me? What are you going to tell Kelly? You've got five years' worth of prison stories to come up with. Shouldn't be a problem. After all, I was in an IDF prison long enough to get a good taste of prison life. So, all I need to do is change the location of a few names. I'll have plenty of material from which to draw. Just don't start talking about seven-foot Jubatan guards. No, that probably won't fly. I think I've got a pretty good handle on that. So, if all goes well, you could be back home by next week. <laughs> or, in our case, the bay. My flight leaves this evening, so the next time we talk, I'll be a free man, so to speak. Well, let's hope so, Daddy. I'm looking forward to sitting on the lawn by the chop tank and steaming some crabs. A thought I often had on Latumas. Take care. No, you take care, Daddy. Bye-bye. Lord Zokar, the last group of prisoners has boarded. Excellent. And what of those who resisted? They have been dealt with. They are confined to the exercise yard and will starve in due time. Good. We will send a small party back here in three days. Perhaps by then, they will find Allegiance to Rage a better alternative. Yes, my lord. And what of number 310? Leave him to me. Once you are ready, depart immediately. Yes, Lord Zokar. So, I am to be left in your hands, am I? Yes. And do not think that I won't hesitate to let my Jubatan here toy with you. I quiver with the Antissa. Patient of the kill. Perhaps you should let your reptilian friend here dispatch me. I would prefer a swift death at the hands of a master killer. I am a humanoid, not a reptile. Nonetheless, you are correct in assuming that I am a master killer. But a swift death? <laughs> no, my friend. I am a master of long and painful deaths. Enough! He is worth more to us alive! Unless... Unless what? Unless you truly do desire to be introduced to my tall friend here, or you can go with us and have the laboratory of your dreams. And do what? Amaze you with static electricity? You've seen and done all that I envisioned. Yes, but you envisioned all that we now have decades before anyone else. We have special plans for you. Boldabar Station, this is Mercury at Waypoint Whiskey. Requesting docking for inspection, over. Copy that, Mercury. Welcome back, Captain Rogers. We certainly didn't expect both you and your ship to survive. Over. Thanks for the vote of confidence, Sims. What are my docking instructions? Over. Use Approach Charlie for docking on the center nadir port. And prepare for inspection. Over. Copy. Approach Charlie for center nadir port, Mercury. Our ship took quite a beating, Captain. Do you think we can pass inspection? She'll make it just fine. The old girl's been through worse. She? Why is it with you males that ships are she? Is not Mercury a male god? Is it because you control them, make them do your bidding, love them, dominate them? You think you could do that with me? No, and that's exactly why this ship is not called the Sheena. Besides, you're the pilot, 
You're the one who makes it do whatever you want. You can call it a he if you'd like. Ah, then she it is. You underestimate me, Captain. Uh... Mercury, you are cleared for approach Charlie. Switch to auto dock and Robo 4 will bring you in. Make sure your cargo hatches are unlocked and ready for inspection. Over. Since when are cargo hatches part of a space worthiness inspection? Over. Since the Muncie Act was invoked, switch to auto dock. Commo turned over to Robo 4. The Muncie Act? Well, that's just great, as if we didn't have enough against us right now. Mercury, we have control. We will control the horizontal. We will control the vertical. Copy. I suppose you're also controlling transmission. If you wish to make it louder, you will bring up the volume. If you wish to make it softer, you will tune it to a whisper. Mercury, you are now at the outer limits of the grapple arm. Please stand by for capture. Standing by. Captain, what was all of that? What, the controlling thing? I uploaded some of Earth vintage television to Robo 4 last time I was through. He must have been watching them. Capture confirmed. Airlock docking in five, four, three, two, one. Docking confirmed. Lock light is green. Pressure equalization check. PSI equalized. Go for opening. Welcome aboard the BSS. Commander, you remember Sheena? She'd be a little hard to forget. Commander! So, what's with the Muncie Act? Ah, that's right. You weren't aboard when we got the message from the controller. Seems Rage is threatening an invasion of one of the uh, two Earths. The controller assessed the Federation and invoked the Muncie Act, so we need to inspect your cargo area. Good luck with that. It's a bloody mess down there, and I mean literally. We had some uninvited Rage guests down there. Things got a little messy. Besides, Nate and Sheena blew the cargo bay and scattered our load all over Latumas. I heard. Not a bad strategy. Did it work out for you, Sheena? I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> I suppose. Listen, Rogers, it won't take long. You can give me a quick tour while Vlad and Robo 4 do the structural check. We should be good to go. Sheena and I made some repairs and inspections on Latumas before we departed. Let's get this over with. How may I address you? Sheena! Very well, Sheena. Cosmonaut Vlad is in the Gagarin module, beginning the camera sweep of your ship's exterior. I will be analyzing the structural integrity and the TPS tiles. Do you require anything? No. I will be in the Gagarin module, observing the inspection. Very well. I shall continue. Ah! A visitor! Welcome! I am Sheena. Yes, I remember you. You're the pilot for Captain Rogers and Mercury. I am just beginning my inspection. We sustained damage to the DSMC excitation module on Latumus. Fortunately, we found a replacement there. Yes, most fortunate for you. Without this component, if you tried re-entry, you would look like Moscow Sky on New Year's Eve. I take it you were talking about the decorative, non-lethal, colorized ordnance exploding in the sky? Yes. Fireworks. So, Sheena, you like pierogies? Is it meat? Some have meat. Then some I like. Maybe uh, after inspection, Vlad will fix your nice meat pierogi. Do you have any white mice? 
Uh, I must finish inspection first. I need all mice for experiments. What a shame. Ah, uh, you weren't kidding when you said you had a bloody mess down there. It got ugly down there for a hot minute, but with my hired guns, the Marines, and the IDF people, we did all right. So, how did Hawk and Barnes do? Barnes was getting pretty good with his little drone. He managed to clear the way for the Marines. Kate, well, let's just say I wouldn't want to be on the business end of her Model 19. I heard she was a good shot. Do I detect a little secret... Her? Are you kidding? Dames like that spelled trouble with a capital T. Just give me a nice, submissive, fillion gal who can keep the cold ones coming when I'm thirsty. Speaking of which, how much more do you need to see? There's a few cold ones at Scully's with my name on it. Well, we're about done. You might want to grab that glove floating over there. You mean the one with Hongen's hand still in it? Uh, maybe not then. I'll radio ahead to have a biohazard team waiting for you at the Boldabar docks. You'll need a good steam cleaning before you're cleared for cargo. And I'm counting on a lot of cargo. If Rage launches an attack, supplies will be in big demand. Well, I guess somebody has to do it. Okay. I think we can wrap up here. We'll go back and check on Vlad's progress. If he's still there. Why wouldn't he be? It's been a while since Sheena's eaten, and she gets cranky when she's hungry. Nelson? What's up? I'm in D.C. today. How about lunch? You can catch me up on your new job. Don't tell me. You know a place in D.C. that has great chili dogs. Uh, no. Arlington. And they've got great corned beef. Uh, corned beef? Really? Okay, uh, that's the place you talked about before. 1230? Sounds good. I'll see you there. Corn beef in Arlington. That was the predetermined code phrase for passing along confidential IDF business. I really didn't expect to hear that anytime soon. I had barely gotten my cubicle set up and already the IDF was calling. I checked in with my IDF liaison, Ms. O'Neill, to let her know what was going on. She said that she had no idea why Nelson wanted to meet with me. Corned beef in Arlington meant that there was suspicion that tapping or surveillance of some kind was possible. It wasn't something to take lightly. I made my way to the predetermined meeting point and found Nelson nervously pacing in the park where we had arranged to meet. All right, Vivian. What is so important that we have to play cloak and dagger? Walk with me. It might be nothing. Then again, it might be something. And that's what will make you a good detective someday. I'm serious, Kate. This case Mac picked up might be right up your alley. I'm listening. Hernandez is letting him do the legwork on a simple arson case. At first, it seemed pretty cut and dry. An automated fire alarm sets off a 911 call. Investigators find a smoldering scorch mark on the wall. But the tenant isn't home. After further investigation... Mac finds a small blood spot on the rug and the tenant is still missing. Well, so far it sounds interesting. Why is this up my alley? And what's this got to do with the IDF? The tenant is a Chinese national here on work visa. He's involved in some sort of computer security company. He's actually missing. Your immigration department might be involved. Since you are a formal Baltimore detective, you probably get this assignment. Well, it's certainly something I could look into. But why didn't Mac or Hernandez call me on this? Why all the cloak and dagger? Because they don't know what I know. The burn mark on the wall, I've seen it many times before. Well, what do you think it is? It's a blast pattern from a Model 19. 
laser pistol. That means... It may have already started. Is this the beginning of the invasion? Will Horace be able to successfully execute the Turkish ruse? And who is Prisoner 310? And why is he so important? Who's the mole on Boldabar? Tune in next time for more developments in episode 56, The Zhang Connection. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E.com. Music.